Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Liana Sharp, the Community Engagement Director at the United Way of Tucson in Southern Arizona. We're going to talk about the United Way's impact and opportunities to support, especially in areas of youth leadership. Today is April 2nd, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From May Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android by using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. You can interact with us on the show by going over to Facebook and Instagram. And if you want more information about us, our book, past episodes, or just simply to contact us, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, you can listen to our podcast on all kinds of different platforms like Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or just simply ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. All kinds of events hitting Tucson as spring is in its full fling here in uh, the Tucson area. One uh, an event I'm looking forward to. I haven't been to this before. It might be might be new this year. At least it's uh, it's not <laughs> it's not something I've seen before. It's called Drinking Local, and it's actually a product of the Arizona History Museum. So this is going to launch on April 20th, and it looks like it's going to run for about a year. And they're going to have different exhibits on how brewing, distilling, and winemaking have uh, influenced Arizona's community, uh, the impact on economy, culture. So the, uh, um, the idea of, of the historical impact of drinking locally and the cultural significance of that should be, should be fun. They are having a kickoff event on April 19th. Uh, with drinks and snacks from all kinds of local restaurants and establishments. Uh, You can find out more information there. Uh, I found it actually on Local First Arizona that uh, they're one of the big sponsors of this. So the event I saw on Local First Arizona's website under the events, and it's called Drinking Local Tucson 2023. So I kind of get this idea of um, grabbing a drink and sort of wandering around the the History Museum there on the campus and seeing if... uh, they will let us do that or not. I don't know. It could be, uh, could be a fun time. Well, our feature today is on the United Way and some outreach programs that are underway. And we invited in to the uh, Tucson Gallery studio, uh, Leanna Sharp. She is fairly new to Tucson over the last couple of years and been working with the United Way. And she's now in the role of the uh, community engagement director. So she is out and about telling the world, what is happening here in uh, Southern Arizona's with United Way. And they had a couple of cool events. One that caught my eye was about a youth leadership uh, organization and uh, an upcoming social hour to learn more and get engaged with helping youth um, members. And they define that as from ages 16 to 24. So we uh, sat down just a little bit earlier this week, again, over at the studios at uh, the Tucson Gallery. So you hear a little bit of the background noise of Life along the streetcar, as the uh, uh, as life along the streetcar flows by us in the interview. 
Uh, I enjoyed speaking with her. She's a young professional. She's new to Tucson, and I'm uh, I'm excited she's here. She's got a lot of energy and bringing a lot of positive uh, a positive um, experiences here to the Tucson area. My name is Leanna Sharp. I am the Community Engagement Director at United Way of Tucson and Southern Arizona. All right. And how long have you been in this role? Uh, a little, well, technically this role, only a couple of months, but I've been at United Way in general for just under two years. Okay. How did, how did you uh, get involved with United Way? Uh, honestly, I found the job posting on LinkedIn and I interviewed for a different position and then was offered the Community Engagement Manager role, which I accepted and then was promoted last October to the director role. Good old social media. It's exactly. Still, it, still, it still works, huh? It does. Um, I, I'm sure most people know the name, but I mean, can you tell us just briefly what the organization does? Yeah, of course. So United Way of Tucson, um, we have been in the community for over 100 years. This is our 101st year. A lot of people hear United Way and they honestly think we're an airline. So definitely not that. Uh, we are a nonprofit that um, looks to convene the community. Um, and we have three pillars, financial wellness, education and healthy communities. So you, you convene the community. Is that what you said? Yeah. So we are a community convener. We do bring a lot of different nonprofit, uh, nonprofit partners together. We do look to better the Tucson and Southern Arizona community by bringing them together, promoting, like I said, the three pillars, the education, financial wellness, healthy communities. And that just varies with what we do with different partners. Okay. Now we've had, um, uh, I think it was a big anniversary a few years ago, uh, Days of Caring. It's a, it's a big annual event that you do. Yes. And we had, uh, there was a mural that you were working on as a, as a um, organization, which is really cool. It's kind of like paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk to uh, some, some folks back then. Um, but you, of course, were not here at that point. No. <laughs> you decided to move out here, what, in the, in the pandemic. You, yep. you moved to Tucson, right? Yes, I did. And uh, did you come for the job or did you just come out to hang out? No, I just came out to hang out. I had friends who lived out here. Um, at the time, it was cheaper to live out here. And here I am now working in the community and being a part of it. And being at this position has really made me come to appreciate how much Tucson has to offer. That, yeah, I think that's that's kind of where the, the start of this show was five or six years ago. As I was, I'd been here for years and realized how amazing Tucson was. And I was kind of embarrassed that I, I didn't jump in sooner. So it's nice to hear that, you know, in your short time, you've really kind of gotten engaged and, and out there in the, in the community. Yeah, definitely. So you've got some cool things that you're doing. I think a lot of times when you talk about uh, like nonprofit organizations and community conveners, it sounds boring and <laughs> like you have a lot of lectures yes. and you do a lot of statistics <laughs> and metrics and all of that good stuff, but you like to have fun too. You guys uh, get yeah. together. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, wouldn't be anywhere without statistics and data, that's for sure, but really happy that's not part of my job. Uh, so as the community engagement director, I work to do a lot of the events that we put on. So some of the big ones, we have our annual business breakfast that took place in February. We do, of course, have the Days of Caring that you mentioned. Uh, we have a couple other events throughout the year as well. But the uh, one that I'm involved in, it's actually one of our affinity groups. It's called Young Leaders United. It is a group of, you know, young professionals, 20s, 30s, 40s, but we're not age checking you at the door when we have these events. Um, currently, what we're doing is we're working on having social hours every second Wednesday of the month. It's actually over just across the street at Playground. What we're doing is we're just looking for new faces to come in, learn more about YLU and United Way itself and kind of what we do. Learn more about why. 
Oh, young. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning things. So what, what happens at these mixers then? Is it, is it presentations or is it really just networking? It's really just networking. Um, since we're kind of really focusing on building this group back up, of course, COVID kind of took a lot of our social activities away. We're really working on friend raising right now. So we're just inviting the community to come out, learn more about United Way and what we do. And then, of course, focusing on the Young Leaders United service aspect, which is our opportunity youth in the community. Hey, can you kind of give us some, maybe some more details or examples of, of how that how that group works to, to build up in the community? Yeah, of course. So we do have a couple different fund fundraising events. Um, one of our most popular ones is our dive bar bus tour that we do twice a year. Oh. <laughs> wow, well, you do like to have fun. <laughs> we do, uh, but it's all for a good cause. We sell tickets. The proceeds do go back to United Way's work with um, Opportunity Youth. And what Opportunity Youth are, are individuals aged 16 to 24 who are currently not engaged in work or school. And what United Way does is we work with a lot of different partners in the area to go ahead and provide them with um, supplies that they need, whether that be GED testing, transport, anything like that. Okay. So this is, it's about young leadership, but it's it's also about then um, engaging that group to, to help them become into, kind of move into that leadership role. It's that, um, but it's also, it's, kind of hard to explain. This is not the first time that I've had to explain what Young Leaders United is and what it focuses on. So Young Leaders United itself is a group of professionals um, throughout different aspects of the community, whether it be nonprofit partners or corporate partners. And what we do is when we raise these funds, the funds come through United Way and then go to the community partners that work with these opportunity youth to help them get back connected to work, to school, whatever path they choose. Okay. And that, and that, that seems very much in line with what I know of the United Way that it, it does seem to be this, this facilitator that it, it yes. it's the easy way to get the money into these, um, to an organization that then exactly. disperses it where it needs to go. Yep. That's it. And, and funding from the United Way, is that still primarily done through like payroll deductions and individuals or like, I, like where does your money come from? Yeah. So a lot of it is our workplace campaigns. Um, that's not specifically my department, sure. but I do know a little bit about it where we do, um, you know, offer those payroll deductions. Very easy to do. You set the amount and then it just automatically comes out of your paycheck. Okay. So community engagement, what are some other things that we can, we can kind of get a feel for what you do within the community? Yeah. So our biggest one is of course the days of caring event that we have every October this year, it's taking place October 20th and 21st. Um, we're still currently in the process of, you know, reaching out to our nonprofit partners who usually partner with us on this event to get projects submitted and then volunteer registration will come later on in the year, usually around September 1st. And that's really what we're looking for is just more volunteers to get out into their community, learn more about United Way, days of caring, these other nonprofit partners that we work with and then hopefully become volunteers for us. And then naturally down the line, hope they give us some money, become donors. The, yeah, you, you get them, uh, you get them suckered in with uh, dive bar tours and then, <laughs> and then they become, uh, they become longtime uh, supporters. Uh, and so the United Way, I didn't realize it was over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. 
And Days of Caring, though, that's that's not as that, that's that's a more recent. Correct. That was started um, in 1999. IBM wanted to do a day of service for their um, employees. And then it just really grew from that. So this year is our 24th annual. And then next Ooh. year, very excited, will be our 25th. Ooh, yeah, so we'll have to have you back to find out. Yes. I'm sure you'll be doing something big for the 25th. We're not working the, on not, it. Not, not to skip the 24th. I mean, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> definitely do the 24th. But um yeah, that's that's always exciting when you when you hit the, when you hit those milestones. We are back to the interview with Leanna Sharp, the community engagement director for the United Way of Tucson and Southern Arizona. In just a moment, but first, I want to remind you that you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, ninety nine point one FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Yeah, I do enjoy uh, my my 7 a.m. times with uh, Paleo Dave every weekday. Gets my day going with a nice rock mix and kind of enjoy his uh, uh, self-banter as he kind of fights between his caffeinated and over-caffeinated self-described states there. It's, uh, it's fun to listen to him as well as listen to that fabulous music. But let's get back into the second half of our interview today with uh, Leanna Sharp. She is the Community Engagement Director at the United Way of uh, here in Tucson in Southern Arizona. We really wanted to talk about some of their big upcoming events to make sure that you have time to get engaged with those. And we've kind of touched on those, but we really want to dive a little bit more deeply into the programs and the impact. What, what, are, what are things like you're looking for professionals to get involved with? Um, this with the leadership organization or, or? Yes, definitely. So um, like I mentioned, our focus right now for the Young Leaders United um, having these social hours is just for professionals to come out and network and learn more from these social hours. We've ended up having individual meetings with folks who have been interested in learning more. So that's super helpful. But we are always looking for anyone who wants to learn more, maybe have a more intimate setting. I know there's other networking groups that do have a lot of big events, but while you we really like these social hours because we can limit it to about 20, 25 people and you really just get to know people at them. And are you looking for any specific disciplines or are there any industries that are underrepresented that like you'd like to see in there? I mean, we could always use more corporate partners. You know, we have some people on um, the YLU membership that are from Caterpillar, Raytheon, but anyone in their community that's looking to expand their knowledge of United Way, maybe take it back to the workplace. But also, I'm not trying to discredit that. We'd love to have some more nonprofit partners in there, too. Okay. And then what we talked, I know I kind of joked about at the beginning, but metrics and data. Are there some examples of how this program moves the needle and, and what impact it has within that, that age group of 16 to 24? Yeah, definitely. So um, we mainly partner with the Goodwill Metro um, and we work with their re-engagement center that is slightly off of Kino Parkway. Uh, so we work with them to provide a lot of different support. So I want to say back in... 
2019, we donated a lot of computer equipment to them and actually podcast equipment to them um, because they have a lot of youth that go in there and are looking for different pathways to take in life. So we support that. Just recently this year for our MLK Day of Service, we put together hygiene kits for Opportunity Youth and donated them to the Goodwill Rec Center to go ahead and have those be distributed. And really just the impact. Um, I know that with our partnership, we have exceeded the number of Opportunity Youth that was our goal. Like we have helped more than what we originally thought we were going to help by having this partnership with Goodwill. Wow. That's fantastic. That's always, uh, always the good news at the end of the day when you end up exceeding the expectations, which I would imagine from what I know of United Way is, is probably pretty high to begin with. Yes. So, (laughs) So, uh, to exceed that. So let me shift gears just a little bit here, but as a young professional yourself, I'd kind of like get your perspective on, on coming into Tucson. You, you, you okay to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So you have, you've gotten engaged with, um, United Way obviously, but that's put you in this, this arena. People know the United Way. So then that gets you out into other organizations. Are you like into some young professionals or what, what is your path as a young professional? Yeah. So I actually did just become a member of Tucson Young Professionals. United Way does have a partnership with them. Um, of course, a lot of our ideals overlap um, and a lot of our goals overlap. We just have this partnership to work on building a more equitable Tucson and Southern Arizona. So we are focusing on that. Um, I did just go to one of their events last week. It was a lot of fun. Um But also, I mean, it does get me out in the community more to go, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I went to the Fourth Avenue Street Fair over the weekend. That was nice to see so many different nonprofit partners out there tabling. I'm also involved in a couple different nonprofits. Um, I volunteer for the Humane Society. I also volunteer for Hermitage Cat Shelter. So it's a lot of ways that I've become connected by working at a nonprofit and seeing what volunteer time can really assist with. Okay. So uh, Humane Society and Hermitage Cat Shelter, is that... Is that a passion you developed here in Tucson or is that something you brought with you? I definitely brought that with me. I've always been passionate about pets. And, and where, where did you move from? The St. Louis area. Okay. So uh, Missouri and Kansas City Chiefs fan, I assume. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good year for that. <laughs> All right. So uh, as we wrap up here, just kind of any um, specific, you've got the specific dates for um, uh, the, the, young, uh, the Young Leadership Network. Um, what else is, is coming up that we can pitch or how do we get more information, Facebook, websites? Yeah, definitely. So um, United Wave Tucson does have a Facebook page. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok actually too, I believe so, but I'm not too familiar with that one. I don't even have that, but we're all over social media. You can find us anywhere. The next Young Leaders United Social Hour is coming up April 12th from five to seven at Playground Bar and Lounge. I'm super excited about that. After that, we do have our next one, May 10th. Also that day happening is our Circle of Excellence Luncheon, which is just where we celebrate those workplace campaigns and all of that. And then the Dive Bar Bus Tour is May 20th. And then all that information, United Way of Southern Arizona, is that the website? So the website itself is unitedwaytucson.org. Okay. And then you'd mentioned these these uh, social hours are limited uh, in, in scope. So you, you have a, a small group. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming then you have to RSVP or, or how you, Correct. you could be turned away. You can't just show up. We, well, I mean, you can just show up. We are asking for a $5 donation to gain entrance into April's event, just so you know, we can start showing people the work that we do by having a small donation and showing what we can do with that and how we can impact the community with that. But yeah, you can RSVP. The 
honestly, if you just go to unitedwaytucson.org, there's a link for affinity groups and you would click on Young Leaders United. Otherwise, it's a very, very long URL that even I don't have memorized. <laughs> All right. Well, and we'll uh, we'll link to that from our Facebook page as well. Um, this is airing the first Sunday in April. So we got a, a week and a half or so to get get registered for that and then some upcoming events. And um, and uh, I, I did not know there was a, a dive tour um, bus <laughs> dive tour. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm rethinking my my calendar. <laughs> Well, you know, it's in the evening. It's from 6 to 11. You have plenty of time to do things throughout the day. <laughs> All right. Well, Anna, welcome to Tucson. Thank you. Thanks for jumping in with both feet and, and really supporting our community. Really appreciate the work that United Way does in across the, the, the country, of course, but really in Tucson. I've, had, I've been able to see it really up close and personal, and um, your your reach is is. Just, just tremendous, and I appreciate you and your organization for making that happen. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Once again, that was Leanna Sharp. She is the Community Engagement Director at the United Way of Tucson and Southern Arizona, talking about some uh, different opportunities to get involved with the United Way as they help members of our community do some good stuff. You may recall early in the show, um, it was probably, I guess, their 20th anniversary. Gosh, it's been five years, huh? It's their 20th anniversary. Uh, they did a really cool mural downtown in Barrio Viejo, across from the convention center. It's on the back of uh, the uh, La Suprema Tortilla Factory, which has now been converted into a co-working space. And we did a, a feature uh, on that uh, back in 2019. And it was part of their Days of Caring. The artist came out, drew out the mural, and the community came in and filled in the, the coloring. It was pretty much a, a paint-by-numbers mural. And uh, I don't know, I thought, I thought that was a fun project for their 20th, and with next year being their 25th, I wonder what, what big things they'll be, they'll be doing. If you wanted to hear that interview about the, um, the Days of Caring in 2019, or if you want to hear our interview about the, uh, the co-working space that moved into that building, the La Suprema building, you can find information about both of those on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. There's a search bar. You just pop in there, Days of Caring, United Way. Uh, you'll, you'll pull that up. And then you can also put in La Suprema, and you'll pull up the information about the, um, the co-working space. It's hard to believe it's, it's five years. I mean, we talk about that on the show, that we've been doing this for over five years. But um, gosh, I don't know. It just, uh, just kind of hit me that that's a long time to be talking about uh, Tucson and all the amazing things happening. Well, you are listening to all those amazing things on uh, our show, Life Along the Streetcar. We are on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, and you can always stream us on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, the uh, brother Mock there with his Radio Club Crawl, just one of his shows. He also does the Music Invasion on Thursdays. Another uh, deep dive into lots of fabulous, fabulous music that I don't think I would hear if it wasn't for downtown radio. 
So I appreciate all the volunteer DJs taking their time to create playlists and then when they air them, give us that background and that history as to uh, why it was important to them to, to put them on the list. Great, uh, great group of, of individuals making downtown radio a wonderful, wonderful station to listen to. You can check out the entire schedule on downtownradio.org. Goes, uh, you know, typically Monday through Saturday, it's a more rock mix feel to it. And then on Sundays, we kick it off with Little Leaf Radio at 7 a.m. Mr. Nature, love that show. I dare you to listen to it and just not end up in a good mood. And then uh, he's followed by The Art of Easing, which is right before us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, I think, to get off the couch when you listen to a DJ Bank there. He kind of puts you into a mellow mood. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people listen to, to this show because they just, they're just kind of easing and they don't really want to get up and change the channel, and I appreciate that. And then after us, we have a couple of more talk shows, Words and Work, with uh, Ted Prozelski. So he talks to writers and uh, members of the labor movement here in Tucson. And then at noon, um, Heavy Mental with Ty Logan. Great, great individual. Uh, we did a, a feature on him a couple of years ago. You can find about uh, on our website um, on the search bar, just put in Heavy Mental or Ty Logan. We did a two-part series because his story is just fascinating how he's overcome so many challenges to end up where uh, where he is. But check all that out on Downtown Radio. Anytime you tune in, you're going to hear something that's uh, just unique and not being played elsewhere. I can't guarantee you're going to like everything. There's some stuff on the show that, that on the radio that I listen to that I'm not a I'm not sure if I like it or not. But I got to be honest, if if you're not expanding your um, your reach there and finding a few things that aren't um, aren't uh, uh, your exact music style, you might find a few things that you like and don't like. And I, I really enjoy that about downtown radio. And while you're over there, just remember we're an all-volunteer station. So if you hit that donate button and put a few dollars in our pocket, that's going to go to helping us provide more programming for you and uh, better equipment, making us just sound all that, all that much better. No, all that much better, is it as good English? I don't know. Well, let's see. It's April. <clears throat> what do we got? We've got some cool stuff coming up. We're going to talk to a violin player from Costa Rica that's over here at the U of A. Going to be an interesting journey in how she got here. We also have um, uh, stuff coming up at the Museum of Art. They have their uh, uh, biennial um, local Arizona artists exhibit getting ready to launch here. We'll talk with them. And uh, fire, fire. We've got some people doing some... Uh, Amazing things over uh, on Fourth Avenue with uh, fire dances and such. And we'll chat with them. All that coming up here in the month of April. If there's ever a topic you want us to cover, something that you know you think we should be discussing, you know, hit us up. I always think about the fact that you're listening to this show and you're probably involved. You know, you probably know what's going on in our community. So tell us, tell us what we need to uh, to share. You can do that through our Instagram or Facebook, or you can you know, head over to our website, lifelongstreetcar.org, and contact us. Uh, you can email us, contact at lifelongstreetcar.org, whatever, whatever you want. Just uh, let us know about these hidden gems, and we will get the word out about them. And in honor of our guest today, Leanna Sharp, who came here just recently from St. Louis, mentioned she is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. They had a pretty good year this year. We, uh, we found a single from 2020 by an artist named Jay Gray. It's a Chiefs anthem. It's called Our Year. 
Hope you enjoy it. My name is Tom Heath. Have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Kansas City, baby. Jay Gray on the mic. It's about time we bring one home, don't you think? Let's do it.